Frozen Fenway's in the books. The Warriors tie Providence one to one. With us is Mark Denny, the head coach of the Warriors. And uh, well, I guess first of all, let's talk about the event. Uh, you know, I don't know, five years, ten, fifteen, twenty years ago, whatever anybody you know, Merrimack followers could have imagined, you know, their team playing at Fenway Park, and and now that's that's come to have happened. It's uh, come to fruition. So you got to feel pretty proud about that. Yeah, it's uh, it's amazing. I mean, I remember being a kid, and, and I forget the gentleman's name that was the superintendent of the field. Uh, I think his last name was Rooney, though. Um, and he was, I mean, that was his field. That wasn't even the player's field. So, um, you know, I'm sure he's somewhere cringing that they've got an ice rink on top of his precious Fenway Park. But um, I think it's a good thing, and, and I thought it was really neat today. And uh, just a great event, uh, really well run by the Red Sox uh, and the Fenway group. And, um, you know, I thought you had two. Hard-nosed teams play uh, as evenly play the game as you're going to see. I want to come back and talk about the event a little more uh, later, but first of all, talking about the game here. Uh, first of all, did, uh, I mean, they had the better of the play early on. Did you feel that it took some time, maybe, for your team to either uh, you know adjust to the situation or, or you know just get down to playing their game? You know, we had a little bit of a scrimmage against that Red Russian team, but you, you can't. It's hard to emulate a live game, you know, and. and but no excuses. We've got to start better than we started. You know, that first five to seven minutes, um, you know, we looked like we didn't know what we were doing. Uh, and then I thought we settled in. And, and, you know, we talk about this all the time. We want to try to dictate the pace of play and, and establish our forecheck. And it took us probably seven minutes to do that. But I thought in the last 12 minutes, you know, we had the better of the play. And, and then it was almost the same thing in the second. Yeah, right. Came out slow, and, and then we turned the tide again. So something we're going to have to work on. But... That is going to happen against a good team. There's going to be ebb and flow. We just we can't look as disheveled as we looked early on. It seemed that what turned it in the first period was you had a good shift by the the Collins line with Vinny Scotty and Connor Toomey, and that line seemed to gel, seemed to really click all night long. Yeah, they they had some chances and they were buzzing around. Um, you know, there there really weren't a lot of plays to be made. You know, the puck would go in, and the Providence defensemen were were just doing what we were telling our D to do, which is just. Try to get it by the forecheck, you know, whether you wrap it or glass it. And uh, so, you know, there's a little bit of ganip-ganop going on back and forth. Uh, and so it was hard to establish a forecheck, but um, I thought, you know, that line did make some, some nice plays around the net. And I thought Christie's line played well. I mean, they found the high guy a number of times, too. And, and Blasey's line is just so emblematic of how we want to play. Um, you know, I thought all four of our lines gave us good efforts when we got to, to putting the puck in good places and getting on it, which was sporadic. But uh, all in all, uh, I thought it was a pretty good effort by our guys. Yeah, I mean, this is a team that you played twice earlier in the year, and they found ways to pull out close wins against you. And in this game tonight, I mean, you didn't get the win, but uh, you still uh, uh, got, you know, you went halfway. You got a, got a point out of it at least. Yeah, I mean, tonight was every one of the games we played could have gone either way. That's the reality. Two of them went against us, and today no one really, you know, uh, came away with anything. But, you know, anybody that's seen us play Providence, especially with uh, Coach Lehman's arrival, that's what you can expect. Those are the type of games we play against. I think there's only been one or two games that, that hasn't been uh, a one-goal margin, with the exception of maybe an empty netter. Yeah, and the thing again with your games against Providence, too, is that it's not just... You know, obviously the score has been close on the scoreboard, but watching the game, I mean, I'm not sure that that you can tell from watching these two teams play which one was, you know, say 13 and three, which one was four nine or whatever. I mean, they've been pretty evenly matched games. 
Yeah, and, and what we haven't done a good, what we didn't do a good job of in the first half is finishing games off. And um, you know, good teams don't give points away, and, and you know, Providence wasn't going to give one away today, but neither were we. So you know, I take a positive from that. Um, their records the way it is, a lot of their games are like that, are that type of game, one goal game, and, and they've got the mental fortitude to stick it out and the confidence enough to win those games uh, or get a tie, you know. Um, in the first half of the year, we didn't have that same fortitude. We didn't stick with our game long enough. Uh, so I was proud of the way we did that. Connor Toomey had the, the penalty shot in the second period. First of all, uh, I mean, call me cynical if you want. Not sure if that's a penalty shot, if it's not frozen Fenway, but at any rate, it is a penalty shot. Yeah, you know, it's uh, a nice pass by Mikey. Uh, Toomes did a good job to get behind him on a transition play, and, and he's got that quickness once he's, you know, he's tough to catch when he's by you. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I don't, it was close, but, uh, yeah. you know, and, and then uh, I thought Toomes did a good job on it. I mean, yeah. ice isn't, you know, you got snow on the ice, you want to get a shot off. I think he just missed that top corner. I'd like to see that from behind or from, you know, at least, or from uh, behind the net or behind Connor, because I think he had. Something to shoot at, and, yeah. and uh, but uh, yeah, that, I mean there, there weren't very many chances tonight, but you know there was a couple posts. They had a, 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 a two-on-one where Raz made a great save with his pad, left pad. Uh, I thought the goalies were outstanding. Yeah, on, on the, uh, the the play on the penalty shot, was that something you guys were discussing when you got chances like that to try to, uh, you know, uh, and you, you had said before about trying to keep it simple, simplicity and so on, especially with the condition of the ice surface? I didn't think we shot enough. I thought we could have had maybe 10 to 15 more shots or shot attempts. Yeah. Um, I thought they were shooting from everywhere, you know. Uh, they were dumping pucks on us. They were putting, uh, and, and, you know, we need to be a little more de- thorough in those areas, you know. Uh, we talked about how those long shots are tough to gauge at, at Fenway, and I didn't think we put enough on them, you know, and, and we had a couple opportunities in the first. Our defense went to shoot pucks, and they didn't. They waited, and the seams closed. We had some shots blocked. we got to be ready to shoot a little bit faster. That's, you know, that's going to help us score more goals. Uh, penalty kill, I thought, was pretty strong, maybe with the exception of the goal. I mean, one time there was a, a breakdown, and, uh, and, and Shemansky found himself wide open and a lot of space to skate in on um, what happened on that play. Well, Wiz had a chance to get back and be the first guy on the puck and, and somehow got beat to the, to the puck. Um, and, and we try to flood that area because it's really possessions in question. Danny came in and tried to hold up and, and get on the right side of the puck so we could, we call it triggering where we attacked that puck. And he caught an edge and basically took the whole pile out. So he took the whole pile out, and Benny included. The puck kicked to the point they had a two-on-one with Mike. I think if we had to do two things differently off that, I would like to have seen Mike hold his ice a little bit more and make that guy shoot. He kind of ran out, and they went by him. And then Benny got out, and, you know, he's more than willing to block a shot. He has a lot of courage. And, and the guy kind of faked it and walked him. I'd like to have seen Benny, even though... <coughs> He's trying to block that. Maybe go stick on puck there so the guy can't walk by him. Raz was out, was aggressive, and, and the guy made, Schmanty made a really nice move going behind the net and then kind of sticking his stick around. It was a nice goal. You, know? yeah, you, you mentioned the block shots. Uh, that was something I didn't, didn't know what we were going to see with regard to that tonight, the situation and the uh, you know the conditions and everything, and obviously the puck's going to be that much colder and harder and, and everything. You know, uh, Somebody said before the game, you know, didn't know if guys were going to want to get out and block shots. Obviously they did because you blocked something like 15 or 20 of them tonight. That's that's warrior hockey, yeah. and we talked about trying to find our identity, and and uh, you know we got some guys like Danny Colomatis and and uh, Rhett Bly and, and singles that, that make a living at it, you know, 
but it's nice to see other guys get involved. I thought Brian Christie had a couple blocks. Um, people are giving their bodies up today. It's you know this time of the year, a win's a win, right? Whether it's early in the year or not. Yeah. But in all honesty, when you get towards this time of the time of the year, the stakes definitely get raised. And I thought we elevated our game, just not enough. Yeah, and you touched on Rasmus Tiernan's play. Uh, one one tie before the break, one one tie after the break, and uh, this one probably even more impressive than the other one. Yeah, well, I thought you know he had he had more saves to make. Number one, the shots the shot differential was pretty evenly played. Uh, number two, he made some really nice saves on rushes. I mean, Providence goes to the net as hard as any team in our league. You know, he and seemed to be aggressive. Though. You know, he was getting out there after the puck first before it even got to him sometimes. So you know, it helps being a bigger goaltender, not just because you fill up more of the net. But, you know, if, if a guy's going to, you know, crash the net, those bigger goalies can do some damage to you, too, you know. <laughs> you can hold your ground a little more as a big goaltender. And I thought, so that's another added benefit. And, yeah, he was getting out and, and, uh, and, and cutting off the angle. And even though a couple pucks went through the crease and were tipped, he was in good position for the save. The, uh, the, the ruts and the constant repair to the ice, how did that affect the game? You know, it's, you're going to get that with outdoor hockey. You know, I thought the guys did a pretty good job. Um, you know, the if you think about it over a 48-hour window, they went from shoveling a foot of snow off the ice to it absolutely uh, uh, freezing last night and then warming up to 25 degrees during the day. So, you know, the little I know about the science of, of ice management, you're trying to control that temperature. Well, good luck in that situation. You know, you, good luck. If you can do that, then... Uh, you know, I got a job for you. It's called Mother Nature. Um, but I thought they did the best they could do. He, he, at the end, at times, um, you know, it got a little dangerous. You saw some guys slipping. Uh, Lash hurt his ankle in the second period. You don't want to see that happen. So, uh, but to start every period, they got it going again, and it was nice. Was in pretty good shape. Mike Collins seemed to pick up right, right where he left off. I mean, doing a lot of little things at both ends of the ice and, and being effective for you. You know, he's, he's such a good player, and he's so heady, and, um, you know, everybody's got a guy or two that they lean on, and, and he's one of our guys, and he's just, he's done it his entire career, you know. Um, so when when he gets the puck on that side of the net there, you know, he's, he's got some ideas what to do, and he's got the poise to make it happen. So it was, it was a really nice goal on his front. And, and you know what, I give uh, Jordan Hayward a lot of credit. Uh, Ellie took that shot that missed. And rang around, and, and he had, you know, he, he was able to keep that puck in, yeah. and then they got that second chance. And we ended up scoring. Yeah, I was gonna say on the, on that power play, the best that I thought the power play looked all night. Good movement. I mean, trying to draw Providence out and everything. And, and you know, question was, was it going to pay off? And it eventually did because you got a pretty good chance there with Collins. He was able to put it in. Yeah, I thought our first one was pretty good. Um, you know, we took maybe a shot early, but I don't think he saw it and, and ended up, you know, it just hit him. Um, the last one was a little disheveled because we had Ellie in the box, and he's usually on that unit. So we doubled up with Mike on the point, you know, and it gets a little hairy there. Those are things that we need to work on, um, you know, because we've got two different units that are doing two different things. So, uh, uh, but we may do, and, and uh, you know, we didn't lose the special teams battle. They had they were one for five, we were one for four, and five on five was a wash. All right, so now that it's in the books, uh, you know, events like this, uh, I imagine, you know, it's got to be the kinds of things that, that you've been wanting to do here with this program and uh, trying to, and looking to take the program, I guess, you know, to the next level and being able to 
talk to recruits and say, hey, you, you may have a chance to play at Fenway Park someday, things like that. The guy's name was Joe Mooney. That was his name, not Rooney. It was oh, yeah. Mooney. Right. Uh, but, uh, no, I, we've got a lot to sell. And, uh, you know, the fact that we think we're in the best league in college hockey is a big part of that. And, um, you know, so to be included, uh, as, as all the hockey teams have been, in this event is just a testament to our league. Uh, I think it's great when you can get 50,000 people out to watch a college hockey game. I mean, that, that in and of itself, you know, I, I know people have, have talked about, ah, is it getting old, is it getting old? You get 50,000 people to go and watch a college hockey game, there's something significant there. And uh, I think one of the things that we sell hard to our recruits is that you know, Boston's a hockey town, a college hockey town, as much as it is a Bruins town. So uh, I think tonight was a great evidence of that. Yeah, and it's, it also, I think, uh, you know, the fact that... that uh there are things like this, events like this that have taken place where it, it uh, has to, I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of alumni and supporters are up at the Roy Rooters Club before and uh, obviously in the stands and so on, pretty good support. The band was there and everything. It's the kind of thing that's kind of unique that, uh, uh, you know, in particular it seems with Hockey East and that the other leagues aren't getting involved from a league level in, in making these things happen. And so, you know, you, got, you do have a chance that everybody in the league is going to play in a game like this. You know, the, the president and the president Hopi and, and our new athletic director, Jeremy Gibson, have done a great job of capitalizing on events like this. Uh, with that said, you know, Warrior Nation, I think, is a lot bigger than people give it credit for. You know, I know when we went to the finals a couple of years back, the league was a little bit concerned about what sort of, uh, you know, attendance would bring to the table, and uh, and we came out in droves. And tonight was evidence again. I mean, it, it's the you know, tournament, too. Yeah, there was probably, you know, fifteen to 20,000 Merrimack fans in. So. Um, well, I was in the merchandise store beforehand, and there was a lot, a lot of that stuff was sold out. So, no, that's great. No, that's great. Um, and it's not just the alums; it's the community. Uh, I'm lucky enough to live in the area, and I've got a lot of friends, and, and their support has been very valued. Obviously, the partnership with the Islander Hockey Club. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of positives in, and, and uh, you know, we're just the tip of the spear, right? You know, you, you look at what's going on in our campus with the growth of the student body. Um, you know, you look at, at the success of our fall programs and where we fit within the NA10 right now. Um, there's just a lot of positives, and, um, you know, I'm glad we're a part of it. All right, so as you guys get going on the second half here, I guess you really technically did right after Christmas and then, you know, with the, the scrimmage the other night. But uh, you got four, non, four more non-league games coming up here, and then you get back into league play. Um, assess your situation right now as you head into the series with Clarkson next week. No rest for the weary, right? I mean, you look at yeah. look at Clarkson and the, and the start they had, and what Casey and, and Phil Roy have, have been able to do there. Um, you know, I, I I believe they lost two to uh, well, they lost and tied to Lowell this weekend. Two pretty hard fought games. That gives you evidence as to what their game's all about. Pretty low scoring. Yeah. So you know, we go from playing Providence, who's as good a defensive team as there is in the country, to going to at Clarkson for two, and I've been to, to Keele Arena. It's not an easy place to play, yeah. and then a home and away with or an away and a home with. Um, with QPAC, uh, with Quinnipiac, these games are going to get us ready for the second half. And, uh, you know, as I said to our team today, we played a good team today, okay, but so did they. Um, we can't let our where we are and where we finish the first half determine where we finish on the season. That's just our starting point right now. So, you know, we've got to continue to get better and, and continue to establish Merrimack Hockey. Right, thanks, Mark. We appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed Frozen Fenway, and uh, we'll talk to you next week at Clarkson. Thanks, Mike.